Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions podcast. I, I think you're right. I think I think me from my personal experience with my loose skin. I think that's what it is. I think it's what I, I want to like base it. my expectations or some idea. I have the surgery and everything is snatched, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty much I've erased any, you know, um, whatever the word I can't think of it. It just left my brain. But I erased whoever I was a year ago, like four, mm-hmm. 15 months ago. I erased that person. You know, there is no, there is no residual effects from me being so big and then now being, you know, 140 something pounds lighter, but there's mm-hmm. nothing, there's no loose skin or anything. It's just like, I'm a, this perfect version of myself that I created in my head or that, you know, um, was unintentionally implanted <laughs> in my mm-hmm. head, um, by, you know, family members and just being around, but that that's, yeah, that's so that's crazy. It reminds me of a TikTok. Oh, it's this guy on TikTok. His name is I don't remember his name, but he, he, he has a business. He's a chef and it's called like tiny bites or something like that. And, um, he is undergoing, or maybe he went for, I can't remember skin removal surgery, um, on his stomach. Mm -hmm. And he said something that I thought was interesting. He said, obesity is a mindset. He said, because when he, he lost all that weight and he Mm -hmm. said, but when he looks in the mirror, he, you know, he still feels, um, like obese even though he I don't even know how much weight he lost I can't remember and I'm like that's that's interesting like obesity Mm -hmm. is a mindset I don't think I've ever heard that before Mm -hmm. um what is your take on that obesity is a mindset I can get that I think that um it becomes a personality right it becomes the the Mm. thing that you're performing right Mm. it's um it's how people know you it's how you know yourself Mm. it um, comes with this like sometimes protective measure it, you know either you I think that being a bigger person you are hyper visible and hyper invisible at the same time yes <laughs> and it's the idea that like you know folks see you and they're jarred or they feel uncomfortable but are they gonna say something to you and if they do say something to you are they ready to uh whatever the fisticuffs is gonna come from that right right um <laughs> Or, um, you know, utilize humor to deflect. You're the funny friend. You're the friend who is the most consistent and supportive. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it is a myth. Yeah, I think it's a mindset and an emotional, like, emotional experience. Mm-hmm. So when you start to lose that, I, I actually had a moment where I was amongst my friends and I was like, damn. When I'm quiet and actually listening, I don't like, I don't know, like I'm not performing anymore. Yep. Yep. And that was such an odd experience. I was like, I don't know that I've ever sat and been quiet amongst my friends and just let them talk because usually I'm the one trying to like hype the party. I'm the one like, sat, 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 sat. You yeah. know, um, along with my best friend who I've been best friends, like I've been friends with him since we were in third grade. So I call him my brother. And 
So I'm like, I'm trying to make sure everybody is good. That was my, that I felt like that was my role. I was the mom in the group. I, my, my friend called me the glue. Like that was a lot of pressure, right? And now that I, one, don't live in California. So when I go home, it's like, you know, I have spurts of time with folks instead of always being there. And I was like, dang, I am not the version of myself I was last year. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I did that because I thought that it was going to give me love, reverence, something. Um, I do think it's a mindset. That was a really good point. I never thought about it like that, but that's... Mm. That's something, right? That it is. Obviously, it's a mindset. That's funny. I think all of um, a lot of us have that, like, um, similar experience like uh, when I go to family functions I'm bored out of my mind I'm bored <laughs> out of my mind I'm bored because you know uh, either I was always in the kitchen helping cook or I'm the one cooking or you know I feel like I have to I mean I, I am I'm loud in general but like you know it's, I, I come from a family of six so you know okay. I'm going to be loud but so like you know um, but I'm loud but like I always felt like I had to be the glue I had to hold everybody together I had to yeah. be like just be complete and be there for everybody. Don't let anybody down. Like never say no, you know, like all that stuff. And like now, you know, I go to family functions and I sit there and I am bored because I'm not cooking. I'm not going in your kitchen and cooking anymore. I'm sorry. Don't ask me. I actually, yeah. I'm not sorry. Don't ask me because I'm just not doing it. I don't want to do it mm-hmm. ever. So, and, I, and I'm, I'm not yeah. going to eat half of the food that's being prepared because that's my choice. So yeah. what's the point in me? So now I go and I, I oftentimes disappear into a room until uh, yeah, I don't know. Somebody mm-hmm. finds me <laughs> and I sit on my phone oftentimes on TikTok because I'm bored. I, yeah. I am bored. And they, and, and I'm, it's not a judgment on anybody's life or whatever, whatever, cho- whatever lifestyle they choose. You mm-hmm. know, everybody's walking around, they're eating their second plate or they're eating dessert. And I'm like, I'm full. <laughs> I'm yeah. full. Like I'm done. Like I'm, I had my three meatballs and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. And, and, you know, you're waiting while everybody else is stuffed. And it's like, man, I can't, I don't want to, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely different. And you realize you are not the same. And it's like you relearning yourself. Like you, yes. you it, it really is almost like a, um, a funeral for that old person. Like mm. you don't realize that while you're going through the pre-op phase or anything, or while you're losing weight, like, you know, I'm, I, I don't even know when that hit me, but is maybe, I don't know, maybe six to nine months post-op. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like you have, like you, that person is gone. Like, you know, sh- you, you have the memories yeah. and it, they're good ones, but like that person is gone and you're like relearning yourself and you have to teach people yeah. how to, um, you have to, you have to let people get to know you, who you are now, mm-hmm. not who you were because they're going to, especially family, which is awesome, but they're mm-hmm. going to remember you know, little Zipporah from <laughs> X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, I'm the same, but different, Yeah. you know, like yeah. I'm like 2.0 or 2.3.5, <laughs> whatever version you want to call yeah. yourself. But that's, I think that's why a lot of going back to um, the girl who like couldn't, like she fell, in, she fell, she fell into depression is because mm-hmm. like she didn't, maybe she didn't grieve the person you know who she was like she didn't let it go enough she she is yeah I think so there was a quote that I read and I can't remember who the quote was from but it was like thinking too thinking too far in the past creates depression thinking too far in the future causes anxiety and it's important to be in the present oh that's Um, good 
And I think that it's the reaching back to who and how folks were, because there, like, there are moments that when I see people stack the plates, there's a part of me that's like, ah, I know I wouldn't be able to do any of that. But there's also a part of me that's like, damn, I wish I could have a little more. I wish I could have some, right? Um, so there, I think it's a it's a double sided experience where you're recognizing that you no longer have the access or the the physical functioning to do the things that you once did. And that part, we don't grieve either, right? It's the, excuse me, one second. It's the idea that I was able to put down a pint a night of ice cream. I wouldn't dare do that now because, well, one, I'm lactose intolerant, shouldn't have been doing it anyway. (laughs) But it's the idea that like, it also created the narrative or the um, the will going for me to like do it consistently. My body was craving it, it wanted it. It was like addicted to yes. the thing. And so even letting go of sometimes food being an addiction is a replacement for something you feel like you're missing, you're suppressing, you're repressing, right? Food has been a friend. Food has been a protector, right? When that is gone and it's just you, your thoughts and your like experience, you are now in a room with all the things that you have been like, oh, oh, y'all in here. Like y'all really in here. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been here and food have been pushing it down further and it becomes a volcanic experience. Oh my God. (laughs) Girl, if you ain't never like, cause you, you, you. I have nothing to say like that. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All that stuff was already there and you've just been suppressing, eating it and just literally eating it. And now you, now you have to, you have to work through it. You have to deal with it. You have to, or go back to being. Yeah. If it's not food, it it could be alcohol. It could be other drugs. It could be shopping. It could be gambling. Right. It's the, the places and, and spaces that we feel seen in or important in some way. And instead of recognizing that in this space, in this present moment, without any of those things, we are so worthy of being protected, being supported, being, uh, being okay. Like we, we are so worthy of that. And when you have not either been taught that, that's not something that's uh, consistent for you. You don't hear that. Um, Food can sometimes take precedent because it's like, I don't need anybody to tell me. I know that food is going to make me feel good in this moment. And then if you overdo it or you, you know, whatever, you feel guilty. And then it goes into this other cycle of like repression and and restriction. and, And then you don't have that thing and you go into binging it right Mm -hmm. so I think it's the you know recognizing that when I would get I remember um not that long ago I went through a breakup and um I was like how I normally would have dealt with it I'm gonna go I'm gonna drink right I'm gonna eat because I need to feel good right now and when that breakup happened I said oh I need to actually sit in this pain because if I don't and I keep looking for something to like satiate it, I am going to be like running after healing for a long time. And I don't mm. want to do that. That's so good. So I had an interview uh, Friday, a job interview, like with an actual like company, my first one in like five or six years, like mm-hmm. an in-person interview. 
And um, I thought the interview went well. And after the interview, um, I got in, I got in my car and I'm like, I just felt, I felt bad about, mm. like, I, I don't know. I just felt really bad. I felt, and I, I was like, okay, why do I feel bad? Like, I'm trying to like talk to myself. I'm, I was by myself, you know? Um, and I'm like, why do I feel bad? And I was like, I feel bad because I feel like I don't deserve this job because mm. there, there was like one aspect of the job that I'm not, that's not my strongest. So I do social media management. So okay. I decided to go and, you know, like go and get a job, you know, um, like helping businesses. Uh-huh. And so there's one, 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 um, aspect of it, which is blog writing, which I, I hate doing, honestly, I hate doing it. Um, okay. and I was like, well, you know, I also don't like it. Also, I don't think I'm good at it. So when I got into the, the car and my mind start running and I'm just like, I, I, I don't deserve this job. The way the people look like, I just, I just didn't feel worthy of mm-hmm. that job. So I, um, I end up, I had to run some errands. Um, so I went to Burlington, you know, Burns Co. Factory, and I said, well, I'll just go shopping. Okay, that didn't work out. I brought one thing for my son. I was like, let me get out the store. And my mind is still running. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the mall and get me some Aunt Annie's pretzels. Mm. I tried to like, like not do it. <laughs> I mm. ended up going to get Aunt Annie's pretzels and it did make me feel good. Like it did. I, and like, I didn't even realize until you said that, like with, with your breakup and like how you was like, okay, let me sit in this. And I guess maybe I wasn't okay with, I I mean, or no, I actually, I don't know if I was okay. I just didn't know how to handle like that information that I feel like that's why I'm, that's, this is why I know, this is why I think I don't deserve this position. I, I, I realized that part. I recognized it, you know, and, but in order, me dealing with it, I said, oh, okay, well, I recognize that part. Let me go get my Aunt Annie's pretzels because they'll make me feel better. And I had yeah. my little pepperoni pretzel and I felt good about it after that. And then I, I haven't even thought about, I didn't think about it um, after that. After I ate my pretzel, I was, the thought left because the, the pretzel, the craving, it took it away. That's mm-hmm. like, that's so crazy. I didn't even... You were yeah. so helpful. You were awesome. I'm telling you. <laughs> you, you, you done convinced me. I wish you was in, I'm in Jersey. I wish you was licensed in Jersey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. I think this work already feels like, it feels heavy, but it feels so necessary. Um, especially because in, in that instance, right? We're not speaking to, if, if it's one of the things we don't like to do, it's figuring out why we don't like to do it. Is we Is it we don't feel good enough? Like, have we been told that our writing isn't good enough? I remember college professors told me my writing was not good enough. It was not up to par, especially in my graduate program. She was like, this is not grad level writing. From that moment on, I did not like that lady. And anytime she had something to say to me, I was like, girl, bye. I don't care about nothing you talking about, but I never felt good enough. Like that, it made me question every paper I turned in. It made me question, like, do I deserve to be here? Should I be here? Like from that moment, right? and. I was like, I'm not gonna let this lady win, but I never, I never sat and thought about how it made me feel so much less than, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that I would process is, f her, and I'm about to go eat. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Um, but I feel like that's a lot of what I feel like I've done throughout my life has been that. Oh, I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling good enough or like, oh, I'm feeling rejected in this moment or I'm critical of myself. 
okay, well, let's do this thing that'll make me feel better, but it's temporary because we don't think about what's underneath. That it's is like true. a blanket, you know? Yo, that is so crazy. That is so crazy. I, I just want you to know you're awesome, okay? I just, I, I just want you to know you're very awesome, okay? All right, all right. I know. We're, we're I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this is such a good, let, you, let me tell you, you're my first interview, okay? Like, and this, like, this, this is, is just like well. a good experience. It. Like, yeah. like, you're awesome. I, I, I don't have nothing no, else to say. No, you're doing a great job. Awesome. <laughs> like, for this to be your first interview, I think this is a great conversation to have because it's not only like, you know what's going on with outside of ourselves that's okay what's going on outside of ourselves but also like our actual experience that that is important to really like parse through right yeah yeah I think it's going to help a lot of people like you know the stories and like just chipping at certain things I just think you're awesome man you're awesome (laughs) that really means a lot to me and I feel similarly I think you're awesome as well the fact that you're creating this platform for folks to have conversations and to like to explore. I think it's important. If you're looking for a bariatric community where you can find motivation and advice based off of experience and just a place to vent, then guess what? I have the perfect place for you. I have a Facebook group. It's called Barry Successful. If you, if you're listening to this on Spotify, go to the description section and you'll see a link and click that link and it'll take you right to my Facebook group and join the community where we are supportive and motivating and sharing our journeys and hope of inspiring others. All right, let's get back to the episode. No, because I just remember going through the, 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 the beginning journey and maybe it was because I did kind of seclude myself. So that way I wouldn't um, like get any, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to hear negative stories and stuff like that. So, but I just remember when I um, started going through, when I went through the pre-op phase, like maybe midway through, and I was just like, man, like, I just think there's, there's something that needs to be like out here for us, for Mm -hmm. people who are going through bariatric surgery, if they don't have the support, um, or if they don't want the support from, you know, people who didn't have that, whatever the reason is. Or the groups. yeah, the groups can sometimes be a little mean what you ask and how you ask it. Ugh, yes, yeah. yes. Or it's just, you know, um, a show off like, oh, you know, I just, you know, like there's no, there's no substance in a lot of the, in a, in a lot of the Facebook groups. I, I haven't even joined a lot of Facebook groups. There's no substance. So, and mm-hmm. like, I have a Facebook group and I try to encourage some type of like, like thinking thing, you know, like, what do you want to accomplish this week? And how are you going to accomplish it? Like I, I ask that question almost every Sunday and I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm being repetitive, but I'm like, you know, I don't want the same answer. I don't want but the, the same conversation. Answer. Like those are still questions that need to be asked on a consistent basis, because if your answer is still the same, what is creating the space that's not allowing you to progress? That's a good right. question. Oh, that's a good one right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to use that. What is creating a space that, that is not allowing you to progress? Because I do get some of the same answers. And I'm like, no, you can't have the same answers. You know, like one, one answer a person will say is pray and something like that. I can't, and be more consistent. Just a very generic thing. And I'm just like, okay, I believe in Jesus too. Rock out. Keep praying. Do whatever you got to do. Pray to whoever you want to pray to. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Whatever your religious belief or non-religious belief. That don't, that don't. That, that's not really what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know, but if you feel like that's a part of your journey, then do it. However, every week, um, like, how do you, how do you plan on 
building a better prayer life and building consistently consistency it's like so for me um you know do you know um jojo is jojo the bariatric mm-hmm. okay i just I uh i was on live with her not, not that long ago it was a great conversation <sighs> awesome. i love her personality she's like so yeah. bubbly I swear, I, like she's just she's fun and um I love the fact that she create that like hair um stuff so that, you know to help people with bariatric people with hair and skin problems mm-hmm. so I was on one of her um shoot I lost the thought <laughs> well, well you were talking about consistency and right like uh-huh Thank you. Um, she told me that she started building little teeny pieces of consistency because she, mm-hmm. her problem used to be consistency also. And she said, you know, like um, she, she would get up at like, you know, try 6 a.m. and do that consistently. Mm-hmm. And then she said, okay, let me shoot for another time, 540 or whatever. And I think she said she got up the earliest at like 430 or something like that. Mm-hmm. She picked the time in between like 4 a.m. and 6 and that's mm-hmm. the time she gets up. Like she, she built that. She picked one time and that's the time she gets up every day. And I'm like, that's such a smart idea. That's what I've been working on for the last couple of days, a uh, couple of weeks. She said, she told me the book, which I can't remember the name of it. And I'm like, okay. And like, um, she, so for me, what I do is I get up between six and six 30 and I only, I, I work out for 10 minutes. I don't care what I do right now. It's just been walking because walking is easy because you mean you wake up in the morning. You ain't all there. anymore. I'm not all there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, don't nobody talk to me. But that's what I started doing. I, I walk 10 minutes and 10 minutes actually turns into 20 minutes and mm-hmm. 20 minutes will actually go longer if I didn't have to wake my kids up to go to school. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, OK, like it's like you, it's like she was like, pick something that you like to do or that you can basically tolerate and like, you know, put on your favorite book or your podcast or music or whatever will get you through that. And that's what I did. That piece of advice has helped me. So yeah. like when it comes, when it goes to back to like the lady um, who says, you know, prayer and consistency, I'm like, cool. So I said back, I say back to her, you know, well, how are you going to build consistency? What steps do you think you could take? And, and like, uh, this this marketer called uh, Gary V. He said, mm-hmm. you know, people like to say, um, you know, consistency is whatever every day, Monday through Friday. You know, what is consistency for your life? Which yeah. is why I'm in, which is why I'm in my car recording this podcast because I record like all my podcasts in my car mm-hmm. because number one is quiet and well, quieter typically, you know, cars and everything. But then number two, I do it when my kids are not around mm-hmm. and. Um, because it's just less distractions and and I'm able to actually get it done so Mm -hmm. I record like Tuesday and Thursday I you know batch record and then I'm like I put it I schedule it and I'm done and Mm -hmm. that's for me that's consistency for me consistency with my fitness is Monday through Friday I don't count Saturday and Sunday um against me if I if I do Zumba cool Mm -hmm. if I do this cool but Monday through Friday and I'm like you, you you can't say you can't say, um, you know, my goal is to just, you know, to be consistent and not have a little bit of a plan, just a tiny plan. Once you determine what is consistency for you. Mm-hmm. So if you say it's every Wednesday, every Wednesday, commit and do it. And I, cause I think that's a lot of uh, our problems. Like people who are overweight, it's just basically being consistent with a lot of things sometimes. And like, cause it's easier to, I mean, I start everything, but I rarely finish. Like, I just, I like, I like the thrill. I like, I like the new of starting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get in the middle and it's like, okay, that's cool. But then, you know, when you really get deep in the middle and it's hard, I'm like, eh, okay, I can move on. The yeah. thrill is gone. The work has really started. The <laughs> thrill is gone. So yeah. like, 
um like what do you do you have anything to say on consistency because i'm like rambling <laughs> no you're good i think that's a, a good conversation to have i think um what i had recently um learned about consistency was from a fellow therapist she was having a conversation about like how to get like our goals accomplished without like the the version of consistency that looks like expecting to do the same thing and get the same results each time like consistency can look like a variation of things it's like adding something to your repertoire and like um seeing that through as much as you can and also allowing there to be space and grace for when it doesn't because life be life um and i think it's really important um that when we talk about consistency it also comes with this like very combative like um well if you didn't do it then you're failing and blah 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 and I was like mm -hmm. I, and that's where I was that I was like okay I'm gonna go to the gym like every day and if I don't go every day then I'm a failure blah 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 yep. that, those kind of methods don't work for me so now I allow myself um I say that I want to go to the gym three times a week if I do more great um if I don't even make it to the three and I do anything I'm still like okay, we, we have progress. Like the, it's moving me closer to whatever goal it is that I'm trying to make. And so um, I, I try to just honor that instead of like, but I know that that's not everybody's method, right? I think right. some people are like, it needs to be more strict, more, you know, that, that works for them. That doesn't work for me because, uh, you know, once anybody is like, you got to do, I'm like, oh, then I'm tuning you all the way out. Yep, that's me. Um, <laughs> like, even when I'm that way to myself, I'm like, girl, you know, we're not going to do that. So mm -hmm. the more you push, the more you start talking to me crazy, it's the problem. Yep. So I, I really try to be gentle with myself now that's versus good. the way that I used to be. Um, and my consistency looks like, you know, three times a week is what I'm going to do. And if I can do more, you know, based on my schedule, I will try to fit that in. And the days that my body is like rest, I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. Oh, that's because good. we're not right. I don't think anybody is resting enough. I think that the anxiety of like what needs to be done and all the places we need to be, you know, folks with families, I, I don't have any children or anything, but it's like, you know, I'm worried about money. I'm trying to make sure that like, I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing all mm -hmm. the things. Um, and sometimes that brings me anxiety and it really impacts my rest. So I have to think about like, how do I be able to show up for my clients? How do I show up for myself? First of all, like I should have said that first, how do I show up for me? How do I then show up for my clients? And in between that is like making sure I'm getting enough rest, making sure I'm getting enough water, making sure that I'm uh, like going for my physical goals and not harming myself in the process. I like that. Be gentle with yourself. I yeah, I like that because I think I, I don't know. I, I think we are harder on ourselves for whatever reason, maybe uh, upbringing or whatever. But we are definitely harder on ourselves um, to accomplish things. You know, like you know, doing it how our grandmothers did it or how our our parents did it. That that might not be for us. But I definitely think it's important. That's really good right there. Like, be gentle with yourself. Eat like especially during this journey or on this journey be gentle with yourself. Like I was doing the same thing. I was going to the gym, hitting the gym hard, dragging my kids like 20 minutes because the gym 
it was uh, that's around the corner from my house it wasn't open yet so I'm dragging mm-hmm. my kids you know what is it 25 minutes um to a gym and I'm j- and all because like I thought it was because I had a trainer at the time and I thought it was because um he's helping me uh with accountability no it was because I didn't want to ap- disappoint him mm-hmm. it was be I don't I don't like disappointing people I don't I don't I don't when um when I emailed you last week when I was sick Mm-hmm. and I, and um I forgot and then I think we 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 got home from church and I was like man I just don't feel good and I, I just happened to look at the time and I was like oh god I was like I gotta pull this off somehow but I sound like a man like I just was like <laughs> I was congested it just didn't sound good mm-hmm. and um and I you know I didn't look it just was you know just wasn't a good idea to do to do the this podcast yet mm-hmm. and um and I was just like just email her I was like I hope she sees it before you know three o'clock because it was like really close to three o'clock and mm-hmm. I didn't want to email you at first because I didn't want to disappoint even though mm-hmm. this is our first time meeting face to face like yeah. I don't even know like how am I disappointing a person I don't even know but this is this is me I don't want to yeah. disappoint somebody else so I take the blunt uh, the hit mm-hmm. and then you know whatever whatever other you know consequence or repercussions come from that will be, you know, me drowning myself in graham crackers or whatever, whatever I'm yeah. doing. But that's, that's, I think, be gentle with yourself. I, I, I think that's so good. I like that so much. I do. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just like my no, brain is just like, Cause that, for some reason, that phrase just like, just gave me a little bit of peace. And I don't even mm. know why. Like, just be gentle with yourself. Like, cause I'm not gentle with myself. I am hard on my, like, I can't do something. I can't accomplish something I didn't do. I am beating myself up in my head. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, just, and just be gentle with yourself and allow yourself grace. I love that. I love that. That should be on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to, we're going to, yeah. we're going to answer these three questions. I think okay. I three questions. Okay. That, um, I put it in my Facebook group and, um, yeah, wait, the sun is in my face. Okay. What's a good way to build mental power when you want to revert back to old eating habits? Yeah, I think that, um, recognizing like what did those old eating habits provide to you? Because that could be a good space to figure out, like, what do you need to like take care of yourself in the midst of that? Right. Right there. Wow. (laughs) But I think, you know, I think sometimes overeating is just a way to um, boredom or like wanting to uh, to not waste it or w- whatever the reasoning. Um, maybe that food is a particular like, um, like it's the thing that you used to go to when you felt a certain type of way. And so when you are desiring to overeat something or, you know, want to revert back to that space. It's usually trying to uh, to really fill a hole that you know might need to be tended to. Wow, give some loving care. Wow, I, that's 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 really interesting. I've never <laughs> even thought of it that way. For real, like, wow, it mm-hmm. goes back to your well, it goes back to your why, but not why you had the surgery. More like why are you doing it? So you really you have to stop. Yeah, you have to pause. Like you know, okay, why am I? you know why do I want to revert back why do I want to eat this I don't know Oreos let's just say Oreos I don't know you know why why do I want to eat this what am I feeling in this moment and then maybe through that process you can help yourself like heal I guess right yeah because I think there's one thing to like 
eat a few Oreos, it's another thing to know that you're full or already at capacity and pushing it anyway. Like there's something in that mindset that really needs to be explored. Why do I need to push myself there? Mm-hmm. Right. What what is it? What is it that I'm trying to achieve by doing it? Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.